0: This episode of Three Shots of Tequila is brought to you by KFC. Now, we love KFC, not just because their food tastes so good, but because they're doing good in the world through their Hatch Initiative, which is all about getting young people into employment and addressing the barriers which so many people face when they're starting out.
1: We were lucky enough to see this firsthand when we did a live recording of the podcast recently at KFC's Kentucky Club in Birmingham, an inclusive members club for young people who want to better themselves. Take a listen to this extra bonus episode where we
2: talk about our first jobs and the Hatch graduate, Kunwal, about what they've learned. Enjoy. Come on!
1: All right, what's happening everyone in the room? Um, We are the Free So Tequila podcast, the podcast where we delve into a wide range of topics from this to that and that to this. <laughs> My name is Marvin Abbey, who else do you have in the Kentucky studios? Mr.
2: Exposed. And I'm Taser Black. And you know what? This is not gonna be your ordinary podcast. This podcast is a special live recording brought to you by KFC
0: well so this is a collaboration with KFC and they're Mm -hmm. celebrating their hatch program which is a social mobility program that's created by KFC and UK youth and that helps to break cycles of inequality disadvantage and unemployment for young people in the communities that KFC serves
1: that's dope that's right it's an eight-week employability program for young people aged 16 to 24 who are ready for work and have struggled to access this because of roles and because of circumstances beyond their control. Um, we're here at the Kentucky Club in Birmingham, KFC's inclusive membership club for young people to meet some of the people who have experienced it and understand a bit more about what it's like for young people finding employment nowadays.
2: So like, what was you lot's first first jobs like? That's what I wanna know.
0: My first job was Sainsbury's actually. I had a, had a had, yeah, I had a Christmas job at Sainsbury's and it was a big Sainsbury's as well. So you can imagine what kind of stress that was.
2: And how old were you at the time?
0: I was 18, you know what I mean? Mm. So I started at 18 and that's, till this day, that's probably the hardest job I've ever done because they worked us really, really hard. You know, like every penny I made doing that job, I
1: earned. So you started at 18, finished at 18?
0: It was actually the last proper job I had, you know, because, you know, the biggest lesson I learned at the time was, you know, I kind of wanted to work for myself. So, yeah, I definitely learned a lot from being out there. And one of the things that the biggest things I learned is I hated waking up early to go walk through the snow. But it actually kind of gave me structure, essentially, which then kind of helped me to structure my own businesses later on, you know, to kind of be able to work wake up for myself because when you wake up at and i'm talking about they'd start you at six in the morning so think about it i've gone from sleeping all summer to now having to wake up at you know 5 a.m to get to work at 6 a.m i'm Hmm. talking about it's dark as hell out there
2: for me my first job was in barrett's i don't know if anybody knows barrett's is a shoe store it's full of young
0: people here. They don't know what Barrett yeah. is. Does anyone in here know what Barrett is? Okay, there you go. So and it's uh, mostly people
1: our age. You yeah. know, the kids <laughs> don't. You don't care. Talking to the youth. So um, does anyone under thirty know what barrettes yeah.
2: is? I was, um, yes, yeah, just selling shoes. I was earning four pound fifty an hour. Yeah. Man said, my god. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, yeah, but back then inflation, I was like what sixteen fifty
2: now. No, nah, that's not sixteen fifty. John Major on. might have been prime minister. Yeah, <laughs> so. um... <laughs> yeah i guess what i struggled with is in college and secondary school i felt like i was the man so having to go to work and have someone that looked like me my age as well tell me what to do was a bit of a struggle um i just felt like you was my brother why are you talking to me like this there's no uh, manager you,
1: you have a problem with authority?
2: at the time okay. yeah so it, it kind of forced me to kind of learn that
1: it was yeah. different now
2: i mean i work for myself now so, <laughs> so <laughs> i tell myself what to do, do you know what I mean? but um at the time that's kind of what I struggled with. So I only lasted like four months. There was a time where like you said, it got busy. So we I worked over the Christmas period and one thing that I'll say that so you don't understand what I mean, when you go to a um, shoe store, they have the is it the right foot on the wall and then they go get the left foot for you to try on. So when we go when we go in the back as a sales assistant, they just had a box of size sevens. That
1: was so, your that was your shop. So I had
2: to go through the box <laughs> to find your shoe to come out. So sometimes customers would be like, "Why have you taken five minutes to get my shoe?" I'm like, "If you knew what the stockroom looked like, you'd understand." And it just got to a point where I couldn't take that anymore. So I and
0: said, you, know, you were I'm better like, employees, it might have been organized. Uh, yeah, I
2: guess so. But you know,
1: yeah, my first job was a shoe shop called Shelley's. I'm never going to ask anyone if they know because <laughs> <laughs> even the oldies are going to be like, "Never heard of that one." Oh, remember that? Come on, shout oh you! God. You buy some shoes from there. Come hey, hey, it. Yeah. Me, yeah. knows, man. Come <laughs> on. Shout out you. Um but yeah, so I worked um the flagship store in um re- like on the corner of Regent Street and Oxford Street. Um and it was good because I learned like community. We had like a massive group in there and it was really good. But the problem is we didn't do no work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so someone would ask for a shoe. I'd be like, Alright, cool, let me go and get your shoe, I'll be with you in a moment, madam. I go to the back, I see you in the stock room. So how you been, man? How's the weekend, <laughs> man? Like, man. Next minute you hear the manager like Maggie like The shoes! (laughs) We're like, ah, so we have to run back. So apart from that, but I think, yeah, for me, it was calm, there was different shift patterns. I actually quite liked it. Not gonna lie, I actually quite liked it, but I liked the more community aspect and I like meeting new people, different areas. Remember, I'm from East. Mm. So a lot of people I met were from like Ealing, West London. So I didn't really have many people that I knew that side of the world. And um, there was a lot of, um, females that came in that shop as well so, <laughs> so mm. what,
0: little youth club <laughs> <laughs> youth club was, yeah you described the youth club you it's not, it's I was chilling did not work so what Tinder. would you say is you know one of the best things you learned from your first job um.
2: I'd say that job for me is what led me to believe that yes I'm going to be my own boss one day I, I have to work for myself even if I I'm 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 gonna put myself in situations where there's a means to an end, because everyone wants money. But at the same time, there's a, there's a certain drive that I have where I want to be able to do what I want to do. Yes, it's gonna generate money, but my happiness comes first. Yeah, that's my, when I learned that.
1: My job taught me that I need money. <laughs> you enjoyed getting money. Yeah, because once I, once you get once you have a job and you start getting paid and the money hits your account every month, you can't go back. You can't go backwards. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a different level of confidence, bro. Oh, like as in like every like sometimes I will wake up like at midnight cheque, the, the money's <laughs> in the account. Then I'll go back to sleep. Like after, it can't change again. Because remember I was used to getting like maybe money from my mum and dad or like, a, 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 can I borrow a 10 pound mum, 20 pound? Apart from that, there was no money anywhere. Mm, it's yeah. Christmas, in the Christmas or birthdays. Whereas that was every month. So I think it taught me the importance of money and having to save and earning money. So I started to get interested in um, earning more money. I think that was the main thing for me. But um, we've got someone who is actually working with KFC at the moment, um, Our young person. That, that, that's politically correct, right? I, I guess mean, so. Like no, I, don't don't don't, I don't know that. <laughs> <days>. They, they <laughs> don't seem offended. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, so can we have a big round of applause for Kunwal, please? How you doing, you right?
3: Yeah, I'm okay.
0: He's been grilling her both. She's got her on edge now. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: she's, she's The funny thing is, she's been grilling us. All day. Yeah, all day. So. <laughs> she's had us on edge. So tell us a bit about yourself in terms of where you're from, how old you are, and how you got involved with the programme.
3: Well, I'm from Manchester. Okay. I'm 19. Okay. And I started Hatch when I was 17, a month before my birthday. So I was actually told to... Do Hatch, get some work experience, and then when I'm 18, I get to decide what I want to do. And then as soon as I joined Hatch, I couldn't get out of it because I loved it that much, and I decided to stay. And I did Hatch last year in April.
1: So, so how did you come across Hatch?
3: So at the time, I wasn't in college, so I used to attend a youth zone, and they were the ones who got me into Hatch. Okay. And um, at the time, colleges didn't do it. So it was just youth zones. And they encouraged me just because um, I was getting, eight, I was turning 18. And these days, work experience is really important. So that's how I got into it.
0: So, what was your experience like, you know, kind of completing the Hatch program? And I guess, what did you enjoy about it the most?
3: My experience was really good. It changed me a lot into the positive and friendly person i am now it definitely boosted my confidence so this confidence is um it's amazing i'm proud of myself and the confident person you see right now i was never this talkative last year or the year before yeah i'm positive (laughs) but you guys just didn't know me at the time so you can't say uh, much about me then i don't think anyone knew me then i was just that quiet whereas now the way i'm talking to you guys i talked like this with everyone
0: that's dope that's incredible so i guess apart from money which is important obviously (laughs) what's the best thing for you about getting your first job
3: um definitely the experience and meeting people and um just being able to tell my friends that i finally got a job because they kept telling me to get a first job, you know, get that experience at a young age, but I never did. So for me to be able to meet new people, know what it was like in the actual workplace, was really important to me.
0: So did you have an idea of what it was like getting your first job and how was that different from your actual first job? You know, where you're like, I the, think work is going to be like this. and this The and expectation
3: it and reality. Well, reality was um, it would be boring. Mm-hmm. I would really struggle, but... Um, it wasn't like that for me.
1: Were you, were you scared initially in terms of, because you said last year you were like a quiet person. Yeah. Weren't really talkative. When you knew that you were going to apply and you were going to potentially get this job, we had to speak to people more. How was that? Like, how did you overcome that? Because there might be people listening who maybe are you last year and they're like, I'm really sure. I don't know if I can do this. Or what advice would you have for them? Or how did you overcome that obstacle yourself?
3: I didn't overcome it quickly. It oh. took me months to get there. But um, when people got to know me, they gave me a chance, like they would give any other person a chance, especially a young person, because they know what it's like. So I was kind of motivated and encouraged to join Hatch. And then when I did, I came out of my shell. I became confident and um, that confidence just helped me in my daily life. And I think it's really important for you to have that confidence and to be able to know how to talk to people. So now, even when I go as to myself, I can talk for myself. Or if I go to the doctors, I, ha- I can speak for myself so I don't have to take my mum. Sound like oh,
1: yeah. It sounds like it's giving you like, real confidence. Like, that's, that's, it has. That's good. So. Yeah, no,
0: you're not you're going to doctors with your parents. You know, sometimes it's, it's the stress. Especially because like, I was scared of needles. Don't judge me. I'm terrified. Till this day, yes, I know I have tattoos everywhere, but the needles are different. It's not the same thing. Yeah, and I always say people. Thing. people, oh, you have tattoos, are you scared of needles? Like, it's not the same thing. And when I used to go with my parents, you know, you can't even act like you're terrified because they're looking at you like, don't embarrass me. I wasn't even <laughs> thinking about that, you know. I was more thinking about the questions that they
2: asked. Like, do you want to answer them honestly or not? Because your mom and dad sitting in there. Uh, yeah, what,
1: what, I
3: agree with that.
1: What you going to do to be your mom and dad for? I'm, 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 going for the f- I'm going for the flu or cough what are you going for <laughs> just the example that she gave oh, I'm just okay, saying cool, cool. <laughs> so I don't know what questions, questions you can't answer honestly Your mum is dead there about a cough
3: it's, it's anything like if I went to the dentist and they asked me have you been eating sweets and then I look at my mom like do I want to tell my mom I've been eating sweets when she told me not to I, I, don't I don't want to. No, he
1: talking about different kinds. No, no,
2: that's what I meant. I mean. He <laughs> talking, talking about
0: different no, I mean. kinds. Of, no, no, <laughs> I'm talking sure about different kinds of sweet. <laughs> hey, yeah. So say, okay, I have a question for, I guess, you know, all of us. Yeah. If you could give any advice for young people looking to get into employment, what advice would you give, starting?
2: I mean like like we said before money is important but I do think working in a social setting building your confidence is very important I think working in like a front-facing job where you actually have to liaise with customers and build that rapport with customers in order to sell is something that I believe that everyone should go through because it kind of helps you sh- moving forward like in court like I said in school I felt like I was the man I could talk to my friends anyhow talk to my teachers anyhow you can't translate that at work you can't mm. talk to your boss anyhow you can't talk to your um, Colleagues or your peers, anyhow, you have to have a certain demeanor about you. Respect, and yeah. I think you learn that when you're when you have a job.
1: I think for me, the main thing I learned about work was that um, just get on with it. Because a lot of people in life, when you're in school, you're in college, whatever, you've as Taser said, you've got this mentality where if I don't want to go to lesson today, I'm not going to go. Or in this lesson, I'm going to talk. I'm not going to. Re- I'll do my work later. When you go to work, you can't really do that kind of stuff because you're here to do work. So when you go to work, you have to be focused. So I think that's the main thing that I learned. That, like, you go to work, you're focused, you do your job. And also, whatever's happened outside of work, you can't bring into work. Mm-hmm. Even if you're vexed, if Arsenal have lost the FA Cup final, if it's whatever's happened, you can't bring this to the customer you're talking to because they've got nothing to do with that. So I think that's the main thing that I learned.
0: I think the place you probably see that the most or you can feel it the most is in a restaurant. Have you ever been in a restaurant and you're, you're looking at your waiter and you're like, yeah, you've had a bad week. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Because you know, where that fork, you know what I mean, went flying across the table. <laughs> you're thinking, I don't even want to ask for anything extra because that might ruin my day.
1: You're getting no tip though. Uh,
0: you, what, you, you're not getting no tip? Mm. What, you tip?
1: No, not if you're
2: doing
0: that. <laughs> I didn't know people would tip. Okay,
2: just to double back quickly. Uh, um, one of the things that I found daunting when applying for jobs, it's the interview process. Mm. I didn't really like it. What's your lot's
1: thoughts on that? Where I used to work, we had an induction day. That was daunting, bro. Oh, because they had you with loads of people. So you mean the group interview? No, no, no. no. So basically, they'll look at your CV, well done, come in. Then it was a Saturday. They'll put you, the the business day of the week would be a Saturday. Come in on Saturday. Work for the day and see see how you do.
2: So you haven't got the job yet?
1: No. Oh. You You work for the day. If you do well, you get the job. If you don't, thanks for coming in today. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they make you work a full shift. Full shift, bro. Full shift. I got through, though. (laughs) Mm.
0: The interview process, I think, for me, that's always the easiest part for me because I'm not sure if everyone can tell, but I can talk forever. So literally, in an interview process, you know what I mean, I could always navigate that and I can think really quickly on my feet. So that's usually the easier part for me. You know, I think I could probably interview for jobs I'm not qualified for. And I would get through. It's the doing the job part that where you're like, okay, I'm you, here now.
1: And you've had a hard interview before and then you get the bead of sweat that comes down your arm. <laughs> I know we've all had that before. Like you've had it where like, you, I don't know where it comes from. Like you're talking and you're panicking and one minute, there's this one drop.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah.
1: from the armpit that rolls down. <laughs> I what, had that one. what is
2: this? What's that question that they ask where it says, uh, name a place where, you, where you've been where they've delivered good service some questions, something Nah, like...
1: there's another one where they say that it's just, it's So something... why do you want this job? No, 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 that one. Obviously you can need money, but, <laughs> there's one where they say to you something like, um, tell, tell me what you can improve about yourself. You're like, brother, big man, allow me, man. <laughs> You're talking about, what do you want me to say? You're like, so you have to think about something that's bad about yourself, I'll but you not too bad. The, if it is too bad, I'm not gonna get, get the, the
0: job. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told them I could improve my financial situation by getting this job today. <laughs> and you could be helping me with that right now teamwork makes the dream but work. why
2: is that not a good answer I've never understood that
0: because it's too shallow yeah.
2: yeah but that's why I'm
1: here I'm motivated by the money <laughs> no but who wants to hear that no but they want you, they want you to be motivated by the so eth- what was your answer the then ethos. to get that job I came in for the, the trial day oh you just smashed that and mm, said like, okay cool yeah so they asked big man them questions nah not even I just got the job, I think they, maybe they needed people.
0: So, I have a few more questions for Kudwall. So, being on the Hatch program means a work experience placement at KFC. What was the work experience like for the hosts, and what was your experience with it?
3: So, when I originally did the Hatch program, I was in Berry. Now, Berry was one of the best KFCs that ever exist. If you ever go to Berry, the drive thru is amazing, like, you'll get your food within two minutes of ordering. Right, the it's lines in the middle of nowhere. This guy. <laughs> nope. Like bear, like there's four people
0: there. <laughs> What tips could you you know, interview tips from, you know, when you were kind of getting your interview done and stuff, what tips could you give to other young people that might be getting into employment?
3: If you go anywhere for an interview question, just be yourself and um, just it helps if you practice the questions. A lot of the times I get nervous really easily. So if I've memorized everything that I'm going to say in an interview and then I'm sat right opposite them, I forget everything.
1: Seriously?
3: Yeah, I forget everything. It's like, you know, when you've revised for an exam, you know all the um, answers. And then when you sit the exam, you forget everything. Yeah, yeah it's I've, I've just I've, I've like it that.
0: I don't, bro. I got in trouble at home. You know, I remembered everything I was supposed to remember, got, got <laughs> home and tell them I forgot. You're crazy. <laughs> I remember everything so yeah if you do lie you know don't tell them you worked at all worse Marvin that doesn't work anymore
1: CNA <laughs> got all got got mate I'm telling you,
0: <laughs> you know, <they're laughs> list of 12 different places that you work that just all don't exist anymore uh, take air, that as a air, red air, flag you've worked at all 12 of these places and they're
1: gone maybe manager. we shouldn't hire you area manager at CNA bro <laughs> yeah for real yeah
0: come on no I'm just saying all
1: the places that you work they don't exist
0: more. it's a sign you know you're bad luck
1: no, that that shows when I left, they went to.
0: So you say you were keeping them together.
1: Come home. on. Mm. KFC got hired. You were. I'm the glue.
3: No, I think what Marvin's saying makes sense. Like as soon as he left, the place just didn't exist. Come because, on. Because you know Marvin was the, the special. Glue. Come on. I'll keep going, you know. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going.
1: I'm here. I'm here for it. Come on, Come on.
3: Come yeah. On. So yes. as soon as Marvin left, it's like that place just didn't exist Come because on. Marvin was the one that kept the place going. What?
1: What? Right after just twenty minutes, this Come is one. okay. Airspud.
0: Let's <laughs> see you got favourites. Let's see what this is. <laughs> this I'm saying. This, no. is, this is the
1: workplace as the well. Yeah. Let's see, see I'll, how
3: I'll, this I'll, is.
0: Yeah, got any questions, Marvin?
1: Um, no. Does see.
0: anyone else have questions in here? OK, I guess the question was, what advice do you have for people that are struggling to find their path, essentially, or what it is they want to do? And I think my advice would be to try as many things as you can. I think sometimes we've, we've got this notion of maybe one or two things that we want to do. And then when those things don't work, we get disheartened. I always say to people, try as many things as you can. And that's one of the benefits of being young you can try things, you can make mistakes, you can get things wrong and I'd say for me now, all of the things I've got right are because of all the things I got wrong. You know what I mean? And I've gotten a lot of things wrong mm. You know, over the years and yeah, I learned from getting things wrong yeah. and just don't be scared to try things. I, The way I, I think is what's the worst that could happen for me to just trying something new? You know what I mean? I lose a bit of time. I'm going to lose that same amount of time whether I do it or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also I feel like it's important that my dad used to always tell me like, just get a job if, if you're in the middle of something and you're not sure just get a job because at least you're earning money and you're learning a skill with that job at the time as opposed to what Keith's saying that if you just stay at home for example and you're debating and dilly dallying it's like number one you're not earning money and you're not learning any, any new skills the only skill you're learning might be like how to switch to TV quicker or something like that do you know what I'm saying <laughs> whereas if you actually get a job you're learning skills that you can transfer to another job or even another facet of your life whether it's discipline waking up um uh, what's the word i'm looking for customer service communication like there's so many things that you can learn so that's what i would say that if you're in the midst of unsure when you're unsure just just get a job
2: you know, pretty much said what i was going to say to be fair any other questions
3: i've got a question whoa
1: that's lovely wow <laughs>
0: hello uh what do you guys all well, four of you know about work now that you wish you knew before you have got your first job? Because obviously before you've had a job you, you don't know anything, you don't know what to expect, how people behave with each other, what all like the weird things that go on in workplaces. So what's the one thing you know now that you wish you wish you knew before? That work is very hard. <laughs> no, I kid. Um... I think for me it was dealing with other people, you know. You never know because you're dealing with all sorts of different people so i think what i know now about work that i didn't know then is everyone is different and i learned how to navigate and manage working with people from all walks of life essentially that is probably the best skill
1: i got from work i feel like me if I what i wish i knew then was i would have started a lot earlier i don't think i started early enough in terms of working i feel like if i started earlier i feel like i would have had more experience I would have been able to maybe springboard and use it on other things aren't there laws against it no 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 but I mean in terms of <laughs> no, I, that, like, <laughs> what, <11. laughs> I don't know with you, Bob. <laughs> to be honest, I just start working with my dad at a young age he never used to pay me but that's another story um, but yeah I wish I, I started earlier I may be like done maybe like yeah like an internship into something
2: um, I don't know how the saying goes of it's it's not who you know is what you know is it not what you know is who you know I don't know how the saying goes I don't know what context to speak <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think for me it, especially the industry that I'm in it was more important to, in regards to who you knew as opposed to what you knew, what you knew. and I think that's when soaking in um, information in the beginning where you think oh my god I'm, just, I'm at the bottom but I'm just soaking in all this information and as you get higher and higher you realise sometimes it's just about who you know and that they can get you in through some of the doors that you thought you couldn't open So,
1: but also with that being said it's also about people noticing you as well because in a lot of the jobs I've worked in because I was good at my job and I was pleasant to work with and cool with managers, area managers, whenever something came up it will be me that they will be like oh Marv do you know we've got this opportunity so it's kind of like people sometimes believe that when they go to work I'll do the bare minimum it is what it is but it's like nah like sometimes you need to go and do a bit extra I'm not saying you finish at five, finish at eight, no I mean just in terms of just Coming back from break on time, um, be invisible wherever you are. Do your work, like get on with people, and it goes a long way because you never know who's watching you. Because you, you, got employee of the month, right? Yeah. Come on, see. I
3: didn't. I didn't just get it for no reason. No, exactly. no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the same side, man. I'm,
1: I want to do that to you. Come on, man. I'm on the same side. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I set you up there to, to let us know. So yeah. you got employee of the month.
3: Yeah. So um, I got employee of the month because. I went, like you've mentioned, I went out of my way to help everyone else, it was saying yes, saying yes doesn't just mean you're doing other people's work for them, it was saying yes to opportunities, so now if anything goes wrong, people will be like, oh, Cornwall knows how to do it, so we'll go to Cornwall." and it's about building connections as well, so... Other people from other stores, other KFC stores, even they've heard about me now.
1: Come on, Aye. yeah, that's my G right there, you know. I like it, I like Come it. on, it being dependable.
0: You know, I mean, that definitely goes a, a long way. People can trust you in what you do. You know, there's always people you can, you know, that one person you know oh, yeah. you can call because you can always rely on them to do whatever needs to be done. That's one we definitely forgot.
3: And people speak as well. Yeah. So when someone sees you do one thing, they'll tell everyone else. So it's going from manager to another manager to another manager, and it just opens a lot of doors for you.
1: And managers, when you really break it down, they want the e- they want staff to, m- to make it easier for them. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if they know you do your job, why would they not want, well, if there's two employees, one that's easy to get on with and does their work, one is a bit confrontational, one that does a bare minimum. If something happens, who am I going to go to? He's got to look like that. Yeah.
3: Which is why they always come to me. Come on.
1: There we go. I'm setting her up for these bubble boom. Where's the drums? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm
0: saying? thank you guys for joining us with Cornwall, alongside our lovely audience. A big thanks to you guys and thank you to KFC for hosting us today.
1: That's right. We love what KFC and the UK youth are doing with the hatch programme. By twenty thirty, KFC have pledged that a third of all new hires uh, will have face barriers to work, which is great.
0: If you'd like to find out more or maybe follow in the footsteps of Kunwal and take part in the Hatch program, then just search KFC Hatch. Thank you and goodbye.
1: Cool. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.